You are listening to the teaching podcast of Praise Community Church in Mason City, Iowa. For more information about our church, please visit praisecc.org. Just really this week, uh, just as in preparation for service, I just really felt like um, that as I really just kind of got into God's presence this week, I just really felt like there was just, um, there was just this fire um, that would kind of just begin to kind of come upon my spirit and, and particularly around my heart. I, I could just feel this intense burning uh, there. Um, and it wasn't uh, acid and reflux or anything like that. <clears throat> and so um, I just really kind of felt like um, God was really kind of delivering me from some things, some strongholds, some areas of struggles for me. Um, and oftentimes when, when God does that, there's just this fire um, that God begins to really kind of do. So I want to teach on that um, this morning because um, what I'm kind of sensing is that, that God wants to kind of begin to do some burning off here this morning. God wants to kind of begin to do some consuming here, that God wants to begin to do some purifying uh, here this morning. So I wanna, I'm just going to take a few moments. I'm just going to teach out of um, um, Romans 12. So if you have your Bible, I'm sorry, I don't have these scriptures on the screen. So I will, uh, I'll, I'll kind of read and then teach, read, teach, read, teach. Um, and, and then we'll kind of just move into some ministry time. Um, and, and here he's writing in, in Hebrews 12. And he's talking about, uh, the writer here is talking about coming into God's presence. And what he, what he does there is he kind of begins to give a contrast between the Old Testament times when people would come into God's presence and the New Testament time when people would come into God's presence. And so he says, we are not coming, and he's, again, speaking of God's presence, um, and I'm, I'm on, and <laughs> um, I don't have my glasses, so I'm not sure what verse I'm on. Um, I'm in chapter 12, though, so... Um, and he says, for we are not coming, as Moses did, to a physical mountain with its burning fire, thick clouds of darkness and gloom, and with a, a raging whirlwind. We are not those, and again, he's contrasting here, we are not those who are being warned by the jarring blast of a trumpet and the thundering voice, the fearful voice, that they begged to be silenced. They couldn't handle God's command that said, if so much as an animal approaches uh, the mountain, it is to be stoned to death. Uh, the astounding phenomenon Moses witnessed caused him to shudder with fear, and he could only say in response to that, I am trembling in fear. And so he's, the writer there is talking about a time in the Old Testament where Moses was called to gather the nation of Israel together. And the purpose of that was God wanted to speak to them. And so Moses got all of the people together and they were kind of there at, at the base of, of the mountain. And God began to speak. And, and in this, there, there came this great dark black cloud over the mountain. It, it, it's covering the glory of God. They could not look upon the glory of God, and so God kind of shrouds that. He covers that with the cloud, and, and then God begins to speak. Now, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure all of us have experienced this. Have you ever been in a thunderstorm, and, and there is a roll of thunder that just shakes everything, 
And, and it just, not only is it shaking everything around you, it has a way of shaking you to your core. I mean, it can almost kind of bring this sense of fear and dread. I, I, how many of you have ever experienced that kind of thunder? This is what the people experience as God begins to speak. There is this thunderous voice that just cuts them to the quick. They are consumed with fear and terror, and they simply say to Moses, no more, no more. We, we cannot, we are so fearful of that God that, that we, we don't want to listen anymore. So we'll tell you what, we're going back home. You stay here. You listen to what he has to say, and then you come and tell us what God had to say. They were like, we don't want anything to do with it. That, that God is too scary for us. Now, again, a lot of us, even in this day and age, in, in this new covenant, this new dispensation of grace, we oftentimes have that same feeling, that same attitude, that same approach, that same relationship with God. God, you scare me. You, you, you I'm, I'm, fearful of you. I, I, I don't want to be around you. I don't want to hear you. Uh, um, and, and so we kind of just, we have the same attitude. Uh, I'll just let other people, you can speak to other people and they can tell me what you said. They just did not want to go into the presence of God. And so again, he's drawing this contrast and he goes on and he says, by contrast, we have already come near to God in a totally different realm the Zion realm, the heavenly realm. For we have entered the city of the living God, which is the new Jerusalem in heaven. And then he says, we have joined the festal gathering of myriads of angels in their joyous celebration. As members of the church of the firstborn, all of our names have been legally registered as citizens of heaven. And we have come before God who judges all, who lives among the spirits of the righteous, who have been made perfect in his eyes. Now again, he's, he's writing, uh, again, saying to us, here's how God sees you. He's inviting you into a whole different realm, into a whole different environment, into a whole different encounter than what they had in the Old Testament. And, and, and there's nothing to fear with this God. There's nothing to be afraid of because we have been made righteous. We have been made perfect in his eyes. And we have come to Jesus, and, and this, is, this is the difference. He's the one that's made a difference here. And we have come to Jesus who established a new covenant with his blood sprinkled upon the mercy seat, blood that continues to speak from heaven forgiveness, a better message than Abel's blood that cries from the earth justice. Man, this is what we celebrate every Sunday here. Jesus said, this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many. He said, this is my blood. This is the blood of a new covenant, a new understanding, a new agreement. 
This blood has been sprinkled. It has been shed. It speaks a much better, a much stronger word, and that word is forgiveness. Jesus said, this is the blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. This speaks a better word. Better than the word that it spoke in Abel, Cain and Abel's day, which was justice. And so he says, the blood of Christ, it's been sprinkled upon the mercy seat. And that that blood now offers to you and I, again, a new way. The blood of the animals that was shed in sacrifices in the Old Testament, that blood just simply covered over the people's sins. And then they would go and they would add new sins to that, new rebellion, new evil that they would do against God. And then the priest would go in, sacrifice the animal, take the blood of the animal, sprinkle it over the sins of the people. And once again, the blood would cover over the sins of the people. And, and, and this was the Old Testament sacrificial laws that they did. They, they sacrificed animals. The blood of the animals was the way that they would atone for the sins of the people. But it was just a momentary atonement because the people would go out, they would commit new sins, new sacrifices would have to be made for those, and it was just this ongoing system. When Jesus came, when he sacrificed himself, when he was crucified on the cross, when his blood was shed, it was the final sacrifice, and it was final because it was the perfect, complete sacrifice. And see, the blood of Jesus, uh, I, I think it's uh, John the Baptist said it best when he said, behold, the Lamb of God who comes to take away, to remove the sins of the world. See, in the Old Testament, the blood of the animals, it just covered over the sins of the people. The blood of Jesus, it has the power to remove, to completely remove and to take away our sins. That's why it is a better, a stronger word from God to us this morning. Make very sure that you never refuse to listen to God when he speaks for the God who spoke on earth from Sinai, Mount Sinai. That's where the people in the Old Testament gathered to hear him. And he says, it's, it's the same God who now speaks from heaven. Those who heard him speak his living word on earth found nowhere to hide. So what chance is there for us to escape if we turn our backs on God and refuse to hear his warnings as he speaks from heaven? The earth rocked at the sound of his voice from the mountain, but now, that was then, now he has promised. This is part of the better covenant once and for all, I will not only shake the systems of this world, but also the unseen powers in the heavenly realm. Now this phrase, once and for all, clearly indicates the final removal of things that are shaking. That is the old order, the old ways that God used to deal with all of this. So only what is unshakable will remain since we are receiving our rights to an unshakable kingdom. It's there, God, God is saying, man, we can receive this morning our right to be a part of that unshakable kingdom. We should be extremely thankful and offer God the purest worship that delights his heart as we lay down our lives in absolute surrender filled with awe. And here's the word I want you to hear this morning. For our God is a consuming fire. 
That is the good news this morning. Our God is a consuming, purifying, refining fire. And the vision that I got for this morning was that I don't know how many of you have ever uh, been in, in a place where there's been a forest fire, I mean a devastating forest fire. How many, how many of you have ever been in a place you've seen something like that? I think most of us have maybe seen pictures of that if you've not physically been there. But, you know, you kind of go into where there has just been a consuming, a devouring, I mean, just all out uh, forest fire. And you go in there, and, and again, you're, you're just taken back by the devastation of that. I mean, it's all gone. It's, the, the, the ground is black. It is scorched. There looks like there is no life there. Then what happens? What happens? Yeah. You start to begin to see little green things start popping up. What is that? It, again, it's, it's the new life. And oftentimes, that's what God's got to do in order to bring that new life in to us. When God wants to do a new thing in us, oftentimes, God's got to burn away the old. And again, it's not to devastate you. It's to deliver you. It's not to punish you. It's to prosper you. And so oftentimes, uh, I just can only speak for myself, that oftentimes when God wants to do something new in me, there's kind of got to be a burning away of the old in order for that new life, that new sprout, that new thing that God is wanting to do, for that really to be able to, to start to come to um, fruition. And, and our lives, as, as we're walking with God, I just believe there's always going to be that ongoing burning away new life burning away new life, burning away new life. God's not gonna do it all at once. We'd be, we would be devastated if God did. So God kind of begins in those areas of our lives where he sees the things that are hindering us from really loving him with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And that's gonna be different for all of us. There are, are areas where, where we're struggling and that struggle, it gets in the way of our relationship with God. And, and the scriptures say that, that, you know, some of the translations say that our God is a, is a consuming, jealous God. And, and God is jealous because he realizes those things there that, that are hindering us, that are keeping us uh, uh, away from him, that are, that are keeping us in relationship to other things or, or to other gods, if you will. And his, his jealousy, it burns for us because he wants to be with us. He, he wants to commune with us. He wants to have an intimate relationship. And, and so God is so jealous of that that he'll just kind of begin to burn away those things that keep us uh, from, uh, that, that are barriers to that love, to that relationship. That's what God wants to burn away. And again, there was great fear in the Old Testament of approaching that kind of God. But because of Jesus, because of the blood of Jesus this morning, we don't need to have that fear. Because our God is, is a consuming fire, but he's also a very loving 
a very gracious, a very kind, a very good God. And it's out of that love, that goodness, that mercy, that, that tenderness that he has for you and I, that he is that consuming fire. So I just feel like this morning, that's what God wants to do here this morning. There's just some burning off that God wants to do here this morning. And that burning off, it can simply just be fear of God. Maybe you're here this morning and you kind of, you relate to that Old Testament story about how the people responded to God. Maybe when you think about God, that is your response to God. You scare me. I'm fearful of you. I don't trust you. I just, I think, God, if I were to ever come to you, God, that, that you're just gonna, you're gonna take your vengeance out of me. I, I just, I see you as an angry God. That is not who he is. And, and that's what needs to get burned away. That is a false God. That is a false understanding of who God is. And that's why Jesus came. To be able to say, this is who God really is. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. The Father and I, we're one. And so it just may be a fear of God this morning. There may be doubt. There may be lack of faith here this morning that God just simply wants to burn away. There may be addictions in here this morning. I've had addictions burned away. And oftentimes for me, it just simply starts by surrender. It just simply starts by, by saying uh, simply, God, help me to hate what you hate. Help me to love what you love. God will honor that kind of a prayer. As we just position ourselves, again, I always go back to Psalm 51. I love that psalm. It's an incredible psalm. And part of that surrender is just a broken and a contrite heart. David acknowledged that. He said, you, O oh God, you will not despise a broken, a repentant, a contrite heart. As a matter of fact, David says that broken, that contrite, that humble, that surrendered heart, it is a beautiful sacrifice to God. And David says, you will never despise, you'll never turn away from a broken, contrite, humbled, surrendered heart. So that may be some of the burning that God wants to do um, in us this morning. There may be areas where you are just consumed with lust, and I don't mean just sexual, I mean it can be a lust of money. It can be a lust of possession. Some of us have shopping addictions. Some of us have eating addictions. All of these are things that we kind of put in place to kind of medicate or to take the place of our relationship with God, and God just simply wants to burn that away so that you're able to fully, to completely receive all the love that God has for you. So we're just gonna, I'm just gonna invite the worship team to come back up on the platform, and I'm just gonna just trust that the way God's leading this morning that there is just some stuff that God wants to do in here. There's just some burning away that God wants to do in this place this morning. I, I just, I feel it in my heart. I, I know that's what God's saying to me. There's just some, there's, I wanna start burning some things away. I wanna start purifying uh, some things in my church. I wanna start uh, refining some people um, in, in my house.
Uh, and, and again, the, the work that God wants to do outside these walls, it's going to begin in here. It's going to start with us. So simply this morning, it's just coming to God and, and just, again, recognizing that he is that all-consuming fire. But again, he's, he's not doing it to destroy you. He is doing it to deliver you. To, to deliver you, to bring you to a place where you're able to, again, to receive, to embrace, to just begin to respond to his overwhelming, unconditional, boundless love for you. God is in love with you. God has a plan and a purpose that goes beyond anything you could ever think or imagine. And some of us have created roadblocks. We've created false narratives that are not God's. And we buy into that. And we believe that God has a plan for everybody else, but not for me. God loves everybody else, but not me. And again, those are all false narratives that God wants to just burn away here this morning. So what we're going to do, I'm just going to kind of open it up this morning. I'm just going to begin to kind of pray. And I'm just going to begin to ask that the fire of God's going to fall in this place this morning. And my hope is what you're going to start feeling is you're going to start feeling what I'm feeling. That is, you're just going to start feeling that fire around your heart. You're going to start feeling that fire in here. Don't be afraid of that. That's God. And he's inviting you into an encounter this morning. He is saying to you that the things that are consuming you, I want to consume by my holy fire. The things that are holding you back, that are holding you down, the lies your heart are believing, God wants to remove this morning. Are you willing to come into this, what Hebrew says, this different realm, this new realm, this beautiful realm, this realm of new Jerusalem, this realm where the living, loving God is present here this morning, and he just wants to love on you. He just wants to fall on you this morning to consume the things that are destroying you, and again, to consume those things that are pre preventing his love from fully, freely flowing uh, in you this morning. So we're just going to open it up. We're just going to ask you just to come stand up here this morning. We're just going to pray for you. Some of you, uh, you, you may not have that fire, uh, but as people pray for you this morning, I'm, just, I'm trusting that God's going to begin to um, bring that on. God's going to kind of transfer that. Um, so I just want to open that up this morning. So Father, we just, again, we thank you, God. We just stand upon your word this morning. We thank you that you are a good, good God. And out of that goodness, God, you love us completely unconditionally. That God, your love is not based upon anything that we have done or will ever do. Your love is simply based on who you are. You are love. 
And this morning, I just believe, Lord, that one of the ways your love wants to manifest this morning is just as a burning fire in this place this morning, that that burning fire here this morning just wants to consume anything, anything. Nothing is a match this morning for your consuming fire. So God, I come against any doubt, any fear here this morning that says there's no way God can do this. So Father, this morning, we just invite your Holy Spirit. We invite your power. We invite your presence. We invite your fire. Fall on this place this morning. Thanks for listening. For more information about Praise Community Church, including gathering times and events, please visit us at praisecc.org.